0: Welcome to the Rank Kings podcast that answers the age-old question. What are our favorite one-hit wonders? I'm Danny Wiser and with me as always is my co-host and the devo to my Chumbawamba. It's time McGowan. What's up, dude?
1: Thank God I'm not Chumbawamba. Good <laughs> lord. What's wrong with Chumbawamba? Drink a whiskey drink. You drink a fucking drink. You drink a cider drink. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Did they ever come out with another song? song. is no it just way. that w- <laughs> they just they made that one song is like we're never going to top this dude let's just quit
1: i mean yeah i guess so i don't
0: <laughs> listen you tell me it gets better than, <laughs> it gets better than tub thumping but chumba one but no chance dude
1: oh my gosh what a terrible terrible song <laughs> <laughs> you're telling Piss me it's not the on night your list it's away this <laughs> in the night away yeah, i
0: can't believe those are the actual lyrics but goodness gracious uh okay this one i feel like has been requested for a while Uh, i think most recently austin schneider in our discord is the one who brought this up wanted us to do this episode seemed like a no brainer um and so let's let's talk one hit wonders um i had a hard time i don't know about you i couldn't come up with like hard and fast rules for what constitutes a one hit wonder so it was mostly like spotify streams Kind of checking billboard charts to see if any of their other songs charted. Sometimes it's just like I don't remember any other songs that that band had, so I guess it counts.
1: Yeah, I don't know. There, there's pretty, pretty standard rules to this. If they had one hit song, then they're a one hit wonder. Yeah, but, but what I makes that, a hit
0: song? You know, there's so many borderline hit songs. That, like what counts as a hit?
1: Just monetary value mostly.
0: What's okay? Then what's the number? I don't know. Okay, but so it's pretty like hard and fast set rules. Shut
1: up, you don't know either. <laughs> Dumb. There's, I mean, there's definitely a number where it's like this is a hit, this is not a hit. What is it then? I don't know. All I then quit acting like you know everything on my list is not one that's up for debate. So I didn't really need to look it up.
0: I think I ha- I might have a couple that could be up for debate if you were being picky, and I know that you sometimes are picky for some reason, so we, we might get there. Who's- who knows? We'll see. Um, your list A, though.
1: Okay, for my uh, honorable mention themes, I'm going with songs that were made specifically for a movie. Um, That's good. So, yeah, it didn't really go any farther than this for some of these bands, but uh, first one up is Survivor. The song is I've the Tiger. From Rocky. Hmm. Great song. Yeah. Literally, the I think the only song they ever did was like music for Rocky. I think that's all they did. But yeah. <laughs> there he goes. Uh, my next one-hit wonder is uh, Lamal. L- Lamal. I don't know how to pronounce his band name, but they did the uh, "Never Ending Story" song. The Neverending
0: Story. Oh, yeah. You, you know what's wild is I've seen Neverending Story. Did not remember that song even a little bit until Stranger Things brought
1: it back. Oh, I knew every word. Turn around. <laughs> I watched that movie so many times as a kid.
0: I watched it. I watched it as a kid too, but like as a little, like before forming very many memories, like three, four years old, because it's the only VHS my grandmother had at her house in Indiana.
1: I remember there was one weekend where my parents took me up to Canada cuz they they were going to a wedding and there was no one to babysit me so i had to go with them and while they were like hanging out with their friends i would just sit at their friend's house they had one vhs and it was never ending <laughs> story and i watched it like 5 times that weekend the <laughs> <laughs> yikes never ending stories lives in my nightmares Uh, And then the greatest one-hit wonder in movie song history, Ray Parker Jr., Bustin' Makes Me Feel Good. It's Ghostbusters. (laughs) Bustin' Makes Me Feel Good I ain't afraid of no ghosts
0: busting makes me feel good yeah i hope that's the clip that you chose <laughs> oh obviously it has to be it yeah. has to be if you didn't i'm quitting the podcast
1: yeah it it, ha- it has to be that one but yeah you know busting makes me feel good and so does the song so <laughs> <laughs> i don't like that i don't like what you just said uh
0: okay my honorable mentions uh, the theme here is songs that only became popular because they went viral on tiktok yeah. And so it's a little a little shady on calling them One-Hit Wonders because they're all like current bands. And like one of them especially is like just starting out. So uh, it's a little premature to say One-Hit Wonder, but it is the only really popular song that these bands have. So technically it counts. Um, my first one is Heat Waves by Glass Animals. Sometimes all I
2: think about is you. Late nights in the middle of June Heat waves been freaking me
1: oh yeah okay so not a one-hit wonder whatsoever
0: i've never heard anything else that glass animals has done
1: black mamba is like their biggest song and it's not even the one on your not list ac-
0: not according to spotify and all of like the charts so here, I just I got a whole thing. Glass Animals are an English indie rock band formed in Oxford in 2010, led by singer-songwriter and producer Dave Bailey. The group also features his childhood friends, Joe Seward, Edward Urban Singer, and Drew McFarlane. Heatwaves reached number one on the Australian, Canadian, Swiss, US, and global charts, and top five, and a bunch of others. They've only had one other song chart ever, and that was their song, Gooey, that got to 40 in Australia.
1: Yeah, Gooey. Sorry, that's what I was thinking of. But Gooey's a hit song.
0: It got to number 40 in Australia and did not chart literally anywhere else in the entire world.
1: It's got 277 million plays on Spotify.
0: Hold. Wait a second. Are you sure? Because I'm looking at it right now. (laughs) Heatwaves has 1.8 billion plays on Spotify. Yeah. And I don't see. You said... Gooey. gooey is 277 yeah 277 million when we compare it to 1.8 billion is a lot less
1: well like relative and so to that, that's kind of yes, what i was going for but they also have a another hit song
0: uh, yeah it's a hit song that didn't chart anywhere else and so it's hard to call it a hit song when it reached zero charts in the world except for 40 in australia yeah but see I like after i call that like a hit 2010 song.
1: charts don't really matter
0: oh, well then what are we doing here you know why none are we here my, what do we do none
1: of my songs are after 2010
0: okay well let's just go ahead and quit the show then you know let's quit the episode why do this this is going to be a drag for me because you're just i should have just let you look at my list beforehand so you could get your butthead initial reactions out of the way what's next okay sorry about the hit song that didn't chart literally anywhere in the world and has like one and a half billion less plays in their second highest song but my first one's heatwaves glass animals my second one is deathbed coffee for your head by powfoo <laughs> i coffee your Isaiah Faber, professionally known as PAFU's Canadian singer, rapper, songwriter, and record producer, he amassed popularity following the release of his first charting single, Deathbed, Coffee for Your Head, featuring Biabadoobie. I think it's how you say her name. Uh, Which peaked at number 23 in the Billboard Hot 100. The song reached top 20 in most markets. It has over a billion streams on Spotify. None of his other songs have charted literally anywhere. Most of them have very few listens. Um, This song is all about the chorus for me. That's actually just a sample of Coffee by Biabadoobie, which I cannot say her name with a straight face. Um, It trended on TikTok for a long time. I feel like it's sweet and it's catchy. He's not he's like a white rapper and he's not like great, but this chorus is super super catchy and it shows up on TikTok all the time and I really like it. So yeah, for my it. honorable mentions. I don't know. Uh you may you may recognize the chorus just from TikTok if you go listen to the song later, but like outside of that I'd never heard it. Um and the last one is So Hot You're Hurting My Feelings by Caroline Palachik.
1: Um,
0: Caroline Elizabeth Palachik is an American singer and songwriter. She's got more credits for her work as a songwriter than she does as a singer. She's worked with Charlie XCX, Travis Scott, and Beyonce. Um, her musical style has been described as mainly alternative pop, along with art pop, indie pop, experimental pop. I didn't find a whole lot of information about her songs charting anywhere, but this song went super viral on TikTok and has over three times the streams of any of her other songs. It's just a super fun dance pop song that kind of gets stuck in your head and stays there for a long time. Yeah. Don't that know this one. was my year. honorable mentions. Yeah, that was kind of the idea is they're, they're all just random, only popular because of TikTok, but that thought I'd get a little weird with my honorable mentions.
1: Yeah. Um okay my number 10 is play that funky music by wild cherry. Turn
2: and
1: boy. Yeah great song so good uh very fun to just groove around to and it's the only thing they ever did which is not really surprising in the context of like yeah this is a great song but like i get you're using your one skill on this song and that's that's all you got
0: yeah which like you can live off like one popular song for your life pretty comfortably you know yeah why not cool um all right my number 10 as an adult is a little embarrassing, but like many other millennials, I went through a phase where I loved this song and I learned every single word. It's Handlebars by Flowbots. I can ride my bike with no
2: handlebars, no handlebars, no handlebars. Look at me, look at me, hands in the air like it's good to be alive. And I'm a famous rapper, even when the past a all crooked, D. I can show you how to do si do. I can show you how to scratch a record. I can take apart the remote control, but I can almost put it back the This song sucks. This song sucked,
1: <laughs> this song sucked uh, when it came <laughs> out.
0: <laughs> listen, I, <laughs> I, I absolutely went through a phase as as a 17 year old where I was like, "This song rules. Rap rock is so." C-. As listen, I'm 30 and it's embarrassing. Okay.
1: I get ride like with no handlebars. No I had handlebars.
0: to throw a little. <laughs> I had to throw a little nod to seventeen-year-old Danny here on my list. Um, Flowbots is an experimental rap-rock band from Denver. Of course, they're from Denver. Uh, the song it reached top fifty in most markets. They've had a few songs hit a few random countries like top one hundred, but nothing anywhere close to this kind of widespread success. It has eighty-two million streams on Spotify. Their next highest being barely over six million so i I, th- I feel okay calling this a one-hit wonder uh, it's just a white dude rap rock song that kind of got stuck in my head when i was 17 and didn't leave for a year again 30 years old embarrassed by it now 17 year old dating loved this song learned every word
1: when everyone in my school is obsessed with this song they're just like dude just like listen to the lyrics man he's like talking about like real world stuff i'm like oh, yeah, i like, wasn't that guy I promise y'all are dumb this is not a good w- song
0: I wasn't that guy. I was just like, oh, here's a rap song I could actually like learn every word to, uh, which, again, embarrassed now, but I, I haven't moved past it. I'm, I'm, I've grown. I can admit past mistakes, you know? But at the time, there was definitely a time where I was like, the song rules.
1: Yep. I can't really relate to you on that one. But uh, uh, my number nine, a song that we just talked about yesterday, it's absolutely Story of a Girl by Nine Days. Uh, i mean come on this song is ridiculously addictive or not addictive but just we'll get stuck in your head and we'll never leave forever um and it's really good. I, I love this song. It's almost like I always get this band mixed up with, uh, uh was it Third Fighting or or, uh, uh what's the band? Uh, God, the no band clue.
0: can't help you here.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I always get this mixed up with the band that sings, uh, the Superman song, the crypto Oh,
0: Remy Zero, I think it's maybe. called.
1: I don't know. Yeah. What were you thinking of, Third? <laughs> What were you thinking? There's of? a band where it's like third,
0: third eye blind is that third eye of? blind.
1: That's who I think they are. I only <laughs> think they're third eye
0: blind. Incredible. Uh, they sang that. I think third eye blind does Kryptonite, which is a song I was we thinking of. That's
1: what I literally just said. I said I was
0: thinking uh, for some reason when you said Superman, my mind went to the Smallville theme song.
1: Uh. So that's where I'm at.
0: Which also one hit wonder could have applied. Yeah. Uh, okay, my number nine. Um, we're going back to again high school Danny pop punk phase. It's Ohio is for Lovers by Hawthorne Heights.
1: Ooh, okay. That's a good one.
0: Hawthorne Heights, formerly A Day in the Life, is an American rock band from Dayton, Ohio, formed in 2001. Uh, and like every single pop-punk rock band, they've had lots of member turnover because that was a thing for 2000s pop-punk bands. This song featured on the album The Silence in Black and White. It's actually not their highest charting song, but it's far and away their most popular. Um, it, which it's so It's one of those deals where this song made them sort of famous and so everyone was anticipating their next release and so their next release got higher on the charts but has way fewer listens and nobody remembers or cares about even at all um this song has about 80 million streams on spotify Their next highest has less than 20 it's sort of generic but still super catchy emo rock song that i loved in high school
1: yeah yeah this is a good one yeah, that's a good one. Uh, my number eight is Teenage Dirtbag by Weedus. i I'm just a teenage dirtbag, baby. And I'm just a teenage dirtbag, baby. Listen to young maiden, baby. Um, baby. Yeah, this is... I've, a lot of people will hate this song. And I m- honestly mm-hmm. might lose this episode because of it, but I freaking love this song so much.
0: I could see Tobin being into this song.
1: Really yeah. But I could also it. see Tobin like angrily not into the song. Yeah. Cause like when true. he's like, not when he doesn't agree with a pick, he gets like mad about it for no reason <laughs> whatsoever. Uh, but yeah, teenage dirtbag just, I mean, it's such a great, like, why are you so mad at the world? while I'm a teenager and I actually don't have any problems but I'm still going to be pissed off song and it's Mm -hmm. fantastic and it kind of sucks that we just never did anything other than this yeah it's very catchy
0: Uh, okay my number 8 is 1985 by Bowling for Soup They're an American rock band formed in Wichita Falls, Texas in 1994. Uh, 1985 reached number 23 on the U.S. Billboard chart. By far their highest charting song ever. It's got almost 250 million streams on Spotify. Their next highest is less than 80 million. So it has a lot more streams than their second highest one. The song is so fun. The music video is so funny. It's just a good rock song, like a fun rock song. Lots of jokes. Very silly, but like... Genuinely good and catchy. I like this song a lot. Um, also, a fun fact about Bowling for Soup they made the theme song for Phineas and Ferb. Yeah. So, just a fun fact about Bowling for Soup. Brian's also, one be of my favorites
1: about this. He's a huge Bowling for Soup fan.
0: He I like know. Bowling for Soup. It's just objectively. I, and I, I think I need to do a disclaimer for a lot of my picks. A lot of these, I think, are good bands that like I listen to a lot of their music that only actually had one widespread commercial hit you know what i mean Brad's
1: like that's how bowling for
0: kids. soup is they have a bowling for soup has a lot of songs that are really good that i've listened to a lot of them though but like this is kind of the one that had a lot of national and worldwide success and they didn't have really any others that had that so yeah
1: yeah, yeah that's, that's a good number one. eight uh my number seven is past the duchy by musical youth it's getting get it it's got to come up uh i Mm -hmm. love this there was this whole thing on tiktok where it's like there were like younger millennials like oh all the kids are like talking about how great the song is now that they heard it in stranger things but really it's from scooby-doo too and i'm like okay stop it's from the wedding singer this song is <laughs> it's it is definitely from the wedding singer uh but yeah i used to listen to the song all the time when i was a kid i told the story on we should watch a movie but my mom had the cd for the wedding singer and i would always listen to it and pass the Dutchie was my favorite song on that cd behind video killed the radio star and i mm-hmm. would always blast it and my mom was always worried that like I would play it in front of my friends and like their parents would be like oh ty smokes weed because he's listening <laughs> to pass the duchy on a repeat all the time but yeah I love this <laughs> song so much and the music video is amazing I highly suggest yeah. looking up the music video yeah that's really fun uh,
0: okay my number seven we're going back to high school Danny there's a theme for a lot of my lists. is high school Danny uh, it's Boston by Augustana Started new life. I think I started over. But no one knows my name. Get out of California. Tired
1: of yeah, yeah, I uh, know this song.
0: Augustana is an American rock band from San Diego. They've released five albums and an EP. The song made it all the way to 34 on the Billboard Hot 100, as well as appearing on television shows Scrubs, Smallville, Hidden Palms, and One Tree Hill. So it was just kind of like the heyday for for being in high school and watching watching coming of age crappy cw or i guess wb at the time tv shows you know
1: going back to boston gonna a start song, a new life <laughs> yeah.
0: It's a great song. Uh, Boston charted in lots of different markets, something literally none of their other songs ever did. It has over 100 million Spotify streams. Their next highest is at 11 million. So far and away their only successful song ever, even though they made five albums at an EP. This was the one that got there. But this one was like, it's a really good song.
1: So one of the songs or the lyrics, the older I get, the more they confuse me. Because he says yeah. he's going back to Boston to start a new life where no one knows his name, but like if he's already, I don't
0: think he says. I don't think he says right? I'm going back to Boston. He says I think I'll go to Boston.
1: I don't know. I thought it was. I think I'll go back I- to Boston. <laughs>
0: no, it, it's there's not.
1: no way no. to know which one of us is right. So there I'm is, but it's fine. Right.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's okay. So par for the course. <laughs> Just kind of standard. That's my number seven.
1: Uh, my number six. This is how we do it by Montel <laughs> Jordan, baby. This is
2: how we do it. It's Friday night and I feel
0: alright. The party's here on the west side. So I reach for my Jordan and I turn it up. Designated drive, i to take the keys to my truck.
1: Hit the this is how we do it.
0: Da, 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 da.
1: What a great freaking song. This song. Did we just
0: start? Did we just start a music duo? Is that what we just did right now? I think.
1: Gosh, this song is like <laughs> this is one of those songs where it's like you can play it anywhere and like everyone's gonna be like, "Oh hell yeah, yes!"
0: Like this is an A plus wedding. Song. Oh, oh yeah,
1: yeah, A plus wedding song. So good. It's like this, uh, September by Earth, Wind and Fire. And like if you're at the the right wedding, depending on which wedding you're at. Um, the Killers um, song, yeah, Mr. Uh, Brightside. Mr. Brightside. It, it'll always yeah. be a hit no matter what. But yeah, this is how we do it. Such a fun song.
0: Is Mr. Brightside a one-hit wonder? No. I haven't listened to enough of the Killers to know what else they have.
1: They're like a mul- they're like a multi-platinum album band. Oh, boring.
0: <laughs> okay, um, my number six. I, I'm sticking with the trend of... High School Danny, sort of pop punkish. It's Ocean Avenue by Yellow Card. Now, we leave this
1: and run and oh, yeah, I remember this song. Sorry, uh, I
0: just. So many of my favorite high school pop-punk songs were one-hit wonders, apparently. So I realized that while making this list. Yellow Card is an American rock band formed in Jacksonville, Florida in 1997. They released 10 studio albums. Ocean Avenue released at the end of 2003 and charted in most major markets and went double platinum. It has 264 million Spotify streams. Their next highest has less than 100 million. Nothing else they really did, even though they released 10 albums. Nothing else really charted hardly anywhere they just yeah. had very little mainstream success outside of this one specific song that is a pop punk banger like it's so good it's in a ton of movies and tv shows and stuff it's a great song I, I don't know that i've heard anything else they've ever done so feels like an easy call
1: for me yeah that's a good one um my number five starts out with a question that i asked myself on multiple occasions it's can we forget about the things I said when I was drunk and it's my own worst enemy <laughs> by way uh, Yeah, I know
0: this song is a rock band.
1: Yeah. This song is freaking amazing. It's so good. It's just classic pop punk masterpiece. Um again, like it's kind of crazy. Like Lit was so good at this one song and they just couldn't do anything after. Uh, but yeah, this song is so freaking awesome. I love the song so much.
0: Yeah, good call. Um all right, my number five is Little Talks from of Monsters and Men. So They are an Icelandic indie rock, indie folk rock band formed in Reykjavik in 2010. I wrote down all of their uh, all of their band members' names, which I know I didn't do for a lot of these other ones, but they're all incredibly Icelandic names that I think are going to be funny to try to say. Uh, so the, the lead singer and guitarist is Nana Brindis Hilmerstadter. The singer and guitarist is Ragnar Ragi Porholson. The lead singer is Brynjar Leifsson. The drummer is Arnar Rosenkranz Hilmarsson, and the bassist is Christian Paul Christiansen.
1: Christian Christiansen?
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's K R I S T J A N and then his last name is K R I S T J A N S S O
1: N. God, I <laughs> wish there was just like one person in their band. Like all those crazy names and it's just like, yeah, this is Bob This is Bob Bob Smith. (laughs)
0: This is Fred Williams, our lead singer. Yeah, very funny. Um, Little Talks reached number one in Iceland and Ireland, top 10 in Australia, Belgium, New Zealand, and the U.S. Rock charts. None of their other songs have done particularly well at all outside of Iceland. They're super popular in Iceland, obviously. Outside of Iceland and like sort of Ireland for some reason, they haven't seen really hardly any success outside of this one song. Little Talks has 762 million Spotify streams. Their next highest has... Uh, it's 278 million, so like 500 million less streams on their next, next most popular song. This one, it's fun, up tempo rock song. It features trumpets and a shouting chorus, and it's just, it's a very good pop rock song. I like a lot of, of Monsters and Men stuff. Like, I have probably five or six of their songs that are floating around different playlists, but this is the one that got any kind of mainstream success.
1: Yeah, that's a good one. Um, okay, my number four, I apologize to everybody listening because this is going to be in your head. If you've heard this song before, this, this song will be in your head for the rest of the day. It's Oom um by Hanson. Yeah. <laughs> it's a virus. It is. It is very much a virus. But good God, was this song amazing when it wasn't annoying? When this song wasn't annoying, it was so fun. It was a perfect summer song. Um, It's not surprising that Hanson didn't really do anything after this. Uh, (laughs) Their whole gimmick was like, hey, we just look like the cast of Daisy and Confused and we sing this song. Like, that's their whole (laughs) thing. Yeah. What are they uh, up
0: to now, do you think? What? What do you think they're up to now?
1: Now? I don't know. Yeah. I bet, like, one's like a CPA. And like one is a
0: construction company. And then
1: like one is like really trying to bring the band back together. Probably the youngest one. <laughs>
0: the youngest brother really yeah. wants the band to come back. Yeah. That's so funny.
1: Uh, but yeah, Hanson. I mean, gosh, it, people, when this band was hot, people were obsessed with them yeah. because of one song. Yeah.
0: What, literally one song. Bob. It's yeah. a great pick. That's a great pick. Yeah. Yeah okay my number four it's kind of like the ultimate modern day one hit wonder this song's 10 years old so like i don't know about super modern day it's been long enough though that if he was gonna come out with another like really great popular song it probably would have happened by now it's somebody that i used to know by Gautier.
1: He's not doing anything after that. I don't think so,
0: man. Uh, His name is Wouter, Wouter, W-O-U-T-E-R, Wouter, Wouter, Debacker. Uh, better known by his stage name, Gautier, he's a Belgian-Australian multi-instrumentalist and singer-songwriter. He achieved breakout success with his 2011 single, Somebody That I Used to Know, reaching number one on the Billboard Hot 100 and becoming the best-selling song of 2012. He won three Grammy Awards at the 55th Annual Grammys, um, including Record of the Year, Best Pop Duo Group Performance, or Best Pop Duo and Group Performance for Somebody That I Used to Know, and Best Alternative Music Album for Making Mirrors. Um, I didn't see much else about literally any of his other songs because this is kind of the only one that's gained any real actual traction. Like he won best alternative album of the year for this one (laughs) song. It's crazy. This song has one point over 1.1 billion Spotify streams. His next highest has around 44 million. So not even a 10th of the streams that this song has kind of the ultimate sort of modern day one. This song's incredible. This is an incredible pop song. It's all right. Uh, Literally nothing else that he's ever done and like has gained any traction or notoriety.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Um, okay, my number three. Stop. Collaborate and listen, cause Ice is mm-hmm. back with a brand new invention. It's Ice
2: Ice Baby by Vanilla Ice. I hate ICE this song. To the extreme, I rock a mic like a vandal. Light up a stage and watch a chunk like a candle.
0: Dance,
2: crush that booms. I'm killing your brain like a poisonous mushroom. Deadly. Deadly. When I play a dope melody, anything less than the best is a felony. Love it or
1: leave it. You bet I way. You wait. Better... The ultimate one-hit wonder. This is like this has to be the ultimate one-hit wonder song. Like, if people are, like, if you go up to someone on the street and it's just, like, name a one-hit wonder, it's, it's Vanilla Ice has to come up more than anyone else. Um, because, you know, people didn't really listen to uh, Go Ninja Go from Ninja Turtles 3 <laughs> that much. I don't believe you. <laughs> but, yeah, this song, I actually do like this song a lot because when I worked at a summer camp, there was, like uh, like, a rest period. Where like they're like, Okay, everyone just like chill out in their cabins and like rest. And that was like the one time that us counselors could be like, Okay, I can sleep now or like, you know, just turn my brain off and not have to pay attention. And they would always start it start like the cooldown period with Ice Ice Baby as a song. Mm-hmm. So like in my mind, it just immediately releases like serotonin in my brain whenever I. Oh, listen so to.
0: you've you've been Pavlov dogs conditioned to to like this song? Yeah, I get it.
1: Yeah, yeah this song, and sense. then like pave uh, uh, they pave paradise to put up a parking lot, whatever that song Ooh. is. Like that, Jack
0: Johnson. That yeah. makes me
1: hungry because that would trigger uh, right before dinner. They'd play it right before dinner every Ooh. every day.
0: Yeah, I hate that song. Uh,
1: <laughs> it's not Jack Johnson. It's not, it's is it not? No, no, no. Is it the um, fake
0: Jack Johnson, whatever
1: that guy is? Uh, don't know who that is. Jason Mraz? Pa- is that who Paradise. you're thinking of?
0: Counting Crow- Crows? Why did I think it was I Jack have Johnson? I no
1: idea. I think you're thinking of a different song.
0: Yeah, it's definitely uh, either. It's Counting Crows. Oh, wait. Originally, Joni Mitchell.
1: Yeah, it's the Counting Crows version, though. Um, oh. But yeah, Ice Ice Baby. Jack Johnson. This song, honestly, I, I I think it's a good song. I mean, it's just as good as Handlebars for sure. Maybe it's better, better than Handlebars. Handlebars is not good. Again, uh,
0: I have to I have to hit that home. It was just seventeen-year-old Danny thought that was good. I I got I like graduated high school. I was like, what was I thinking? That song is, sucks.
1: So yeah, but yeah, I'd, this I agree. Ice Ice Baby, come on. That's you, you can't make a one-hit wonders list and not have that song on there.
0: That's fair okay my number three another favorite of high school danny a a favorite of 30 year old danny honestly i think this song slaps it's all around me by flyleaf They are an American rock band formed in Belton, Texas in 2002 that have a couple songs hit the Billboard charts kind of towards the bottom. Um, All Around Me has about 100 million Spotify streams. Their next highest song, uh, I'm So Sick, has 71 million. So looking at this, they may not qualify based on that as a one hit wonder. This is a word of mouth talking to people who know about this song that's why it made my list because i've never talked to anybody that has heard this song that has heard literally anything else that flyleaf has ever done before <laughs> and so like i a, a lot of me and a lot of my friends listened to this song when we were in high school i've talked to people since that are about our age that talk about how much they love this song how good it is i've seen tiktoks with this song in it like i've quite a few of them it's like and they're always like millennials do you remember this high school pop punk banger like it's a lot of those tiktoks i've never seen anybody else ever mention a single other flyleaf song in my entire life and so because of that alone i think it counts whether it actually they actually are a one-hit wonder or not i don't really care i think the song rules and all their other stuff literally it's non-existent as far as i'm concerned
1: if there's one Um, guest judge who would be like oh well i know like three other flyleaf songs it's tobin yeah maybe
0: Maybe. Or Kent. I think I think Kent could do that, too. Yeah. But, yeah, Tobin's a good call. Um, chorus is it's an incredibly catchy rock chorus. It's so good. I literally never heard one of their other <laughs> songs before, and I just wanted an excuse to talk about this song. So, that's yeah. my number three.
1: That's a good one. Uh, my number two, um, look, it's no secret that I love 90s uh, just acoustic music. I love just 90s alt-rock. Um, this is probably not a very classic one hit wonder but it's my go to karaoke song. So I always am going to have it on my list if I can and it's What's Up by Four Non Blondes.
2: step outside and I take a dip up and I can't
1: Um, your
0: go-to karaoke? Carry- this is a hard song to sing
1: oh well I'm not good I'm not good at singing any song so I can okay so it's That's honestly fair. it's easier for me because if I'm bad at every song then that I can pick sense. any song you know yeah. Uh, yeah but yeah I love this song so much there was this cover band who would always play in my college town and they would always end their set with this song like That's fun. for some reason they were like a they were like a country cover band. So it made mm. no sense whatsoever. they were called Less and they're called mustache band, which is great. Great band. Oh, that's name. actually pretty cool. I and mean, they would yeah. pass out fake mustaches on the stage.
0: That's a good gimmick. Yeah. I like that a lot actually.
1: Um yeah. but it's just this song, yes, people think it's annoying. I get it, but I love the song so much. It's this song is like the one of the reasons I love nineties bands like th like Fort <laughs> Non Bonds and Hootie and the Blowfish. Like <laughs> yeah so okay
0: good. yeah uh, i like this song too you know my go-to karaoke song handlebars by Flo. i'm just kidding that's a joke that's a right joke my, i don't mean no that handlebars. can oh, you imagine sh- a dude in a karaoke bar? <laughs> can you imagine a dude busting that out of karaoke i throw my drink at him uh okay my number two another uh pretty modern my top three are, or my top f- not top three. My top two and my number four are all sorta of modernish. It's crazy by Narles Barkley. Narles Barkley, an American soul duo, composed of singer-songwriter CeeLo Green and producer Danger Mouse. Crazy was nominated for Record of the Year at the Grammys and won the Best Urban Alternative Performance Grammy, peaked at number two in the Billboard Hot 100, went four times platinum in the U.S., has 713 million streams on Spotify. Their next highest is just over 20 million. So I feel very comfortable calling calling Narls Barkley a one-hit wonder. CeeLo Green has had a couple of solo hits. Um, but this is the only song from them together as Narls Barkley that blew up really kind of even at all. It's so catchy. It's a really good pop song. It's overplayed to death, and so I could see people still being annoyed by it, Um, but when you remove yourself from it a little bit, it's a good pop song. There's a reason it was overplayed to death. It's really good.
1: Yeah, I, I, this was on my short list, and I left it off because even though they didn't record Cee-Lo green didn't record his other hits under the name narrles Barkley. Mm-hmm. that other guy did help produce those songs so it's like yeah it's the same duo in my head so I don't really want to put them on my list
0: I get it I don't have the same rules and so I'm fine with it I just kind of wanted to talk well, kind of wanted to listen to the song again and feel like
1: you had good enough reason to put it on the show um okay my number one uh great song really really fun it's I, I don't know anyone who doesn't like this song it's Come On Eileen by Dexie's Midnight Run- Runners.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: great song. Honestly, I'm surprised this is a one hit wonder song. Like, I, if before we scheduled this episode, if someone on the street like came up to me and was like i'll give you a thousand dollars if you could guess who's saying who sang come on eileen i would guess like a bunch of famous bands from the 80s like mm. i wouldn't i this just seemed like i don't know but yeah come on eileen great song um yeah i love it so much good Irish another song. band
0: i'm another band i'm convinced never recorded another song they just did the one yeah probably and that, honestly good enough yeah I'm, i don't blame them all right my number one I I texted you about this earlier and I said hey heads up my number one might make you mad Um, I don't want you to get mad at me here you're a big fan of this artist you like this artist a lot Um, and so I need to preface this by saying they have a lot of very good songs that I listen to that you listen to even more of only one has had legitimate commercial worldwide success okay I need to put that out there it's Take Me to Church by Hozier
1: two showers back a dog at the shrine of your likes i'll tell you my sins and you can shop your night i me that darkness in the death good god let me give you my life yeah i don't why would i get yeah. mad at this yeah he's a
0: because because i know that he's you only love poser true albums yeah or i not, know but no one album but, i think right i no i think he's done he's done more he's he's released a couple albums you got mad at me about it me putting heat waves by glass animals and my honorable mention. So I thought that you'd be really upset about Hozier. I'm glad you're not. Um, because he's very good and does have a lot of good songs, but yeah. only one that is really blown up. Yeah.
1: He only has two um, albums. Yeah. So,
0: um, his, Andrew John Hosier Byrne is an Irish musician, singer, songwriter. His music primarily draws from folk, soul, and blues, often using religious and literary themes. Uh, he had his international breakthrough after releasing his debut single, Take Me to Church, which has been certified multi platinum in several countries. It peaked at number two on the Billboard Hot 100, and it reached either one or two in most, if not every major market. Uh, that like every major country that counts that that kind of stuff it has 1.8 billion spotify streams his next best performing song is someone new which did not chart in the u.s at all and only reached the top 20 in ireland the uk and new zealand it has 346 million spotify streams which when you compare it to 1.8 billion is not very many um nothing else that he's ever done has done well literally anywhere outside of ireland he's obviously a big deal in ireland they're gonna play the crap out of everything he does When you go outside of Ireland, nothing else he's done has even come close to being even sort of successful when you compare it to this. This song is perfect though. It's an incredible rock song, it's emotional, it's just so impressively well written, it's impressively performed. I really like Hozier. uh, but technically he's a one hit wonder.
1: Yeah. I mean he's it costs like I went and saw him at the height of Take Me to Church, and it cost thirty dollars to go see him. So it's yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I understand this okay cool. but i'm I just, I, but i'm also happy about this because i don't want hosier to blow up
0: he doesn't want hosier to blow yeah. up so like he i i've i kind of read a decent amount about him about this and he's like he took a lot of time off after this song came out and got so popular because he's like hey this sucks i don't want to be a big international music yeah, it star took I, him five I years go back to make
1: to, his next album
0: yeah, he's like, I just want to go back to Ireland and play music for people at home, like which I get it, and I can respect. He's made his money with this, and now do whatever the heck he wants to do. So yeah. I like Hozier a lot. I knew you did too, and I just wanted to, <laughs> I had to do the preface because I didn't want anybody to take it as an insult to Hozier because I love him. It's just technically when you, he's a one-hit wonder. yeah. So, but that's my list. You see what I mean when I said our lists were so different? I have a lot more mar- more modern stuff and you have a lot of the like when you think of one hit one you just you think of this song. So right.
1: Yeah.
0: It'll be yeah. it'll and be I have fun a lot
1: of like judge. there's a lot of songs that we didn't talk about. Uh Breakfast at Tiffany's, like my yeah. god, remember that song? Stacy's uh, Stacey's yeah. Mom.
0: Stacey's Mom was on my short list, just barely. I didn't want to do both Stacy's Mom and 1985 cuz they felt similar, and so I wanted to just pick one or the
1: other. Do you remember "Heaven" by Los Lonely Boys? Yeah, absolutely, I do. My mom is a or was a huge Los Lonely Boys fan. Yep, that's oh, another one that we missed. Uh, "Return of the Mac." Yeah, that's, that's a, good. That's a good one. We my missed, Sharona, take
0: My Sharona, take on me. Aha! Yeah, uh, "Spirit in the Sky" Norman Greenbaum. Yeah, Tequila um, from tequila, the same Tequila, Yeah. <laughs> Wipeout by the Safaris we yep. missed was a classic one. Walking. One that I missed that I wanted to include and just some reason forgot until the last minute is Let Me Love You by Mario. Do you remember that uh, song? Oh,
1: yeah. yeah, I,
0: yeah. Dude, I used to love that song. Yeah. I wanted to put it on my list. I literally, I checked today. I have a notes app from three months ago when I was like, we'll probably do a one-hit-wonders song at some, or episode at one point. That's the only song I had written on there because it's the one that made me think we should do a one-hit-wonders episode. Forgot to put it on my list.
1: Nice. Uh, we also forgot Walking in Memphis by Mark Cohn. <laughs> Walking song. in Memphis. I love that song. Uh, also, I didn't put this on my list because I thought it was going to be on yours because it was on a recent music list of yours. Well, mm-hmm. there it is. Oh, yeah. That's a good yeah. one. Forgot about that. And then the theme song for the OC, California. One hit wonder.
0: That was on my uh, – my original uh, honorable mentions was – tv show theme songs um but then i was like we did that episode yeah. <laughs> already we've already done a tv show theme song episode so that's why i didn't do it but yeah that that would have that was on my initial honorable mentions yeah so yeah man a lot of really good ones i'm excited uh i'm excited to see if we get any voicemails from this i'm excited for the people in the discord to let us to get flooded after the episode comes out with their favorite one hit wonders because there are a billion of them but yeah uh, all right you ready to take a break yeah Okay, we will be right back with our guest, judge. Hello, everybody. Thank you for hanging out with me and Ty as we power rank our favorite one-hit wonders of all time. Um, Hopefully, you're enjoying this one. We love doing these music episodes. Uh, because it, I would just think it's fun to add the song clips and stuff into it. So hopefully you're having a good time. Uh, we are going to be joined here in just a second by our friend Tobin, you know, Tobin, you love Tobin. He was literally just here last week. He's kind of our resident music guy. Um, so he's going to help us judge these. Um, Tobin is the host of the spread the four podcast. So I've. Talked about it a million times on here. You should know about it by now, but just in case you don't, it's a basketball podcast. It's him and Brian, another frequent guest. Uh, and it's very fun and very good, and I love it. Uh, wanted to jump in here let you guys know next week's episode. Uh, it's the start of... Expelli August Uh, that name hasn't died no matter how hard I try to kill it it's still around Uh, but it's if you're new it's uh, the month of August we do all Harry Potter themed episodes Um, and so we are doing a Quidditch draft and how that's going to work is we are drafting uh, a Quidditch team out of current day professional athletes so just imagine like LeBron James on a broom (laughs) basically is what we're is the idea there uh, we've already recorded this one, so uh, you can't send a, can't send an email or voicemail in. But please join our Discord. We can talk about it in there. I want to hear your lineups, what professional athletes you would want on your Quidditch team. Uh, we are going to be joined by one of our best friends of the show, Kyle Banduho, the host of the Big Screen Sports podcast uh, and Baseball America's from Phenom to the Farm. Uh, huge fan of his. He's so incredibly funny. Um, and also, very special guest judge for this episode. It's Mike Schubert, uh, a.k.a. Shubes, um, of Potterless and the newest Olympian and a whole lot of other shows um, he's so incredibly funny and talented uh, and I love shoes I've been a big fan of his for a very very long time since like the vine days so I'm super excited to have him on the show um, so hopefully you guys are excited for that one uh, again just join our discord it's the best place to, to talk about the show give us ideas um, yell at us about our bad opinions and all that stuff <laughs> all right back to the episode and we are back with this week's guest judge, he was just here last week, so you know the guy. It's Tobin Hodges. What's up, dude?
2: It's pretty good, man. I uh, I don't know if I like this side of the the episode. And now that I'm spoiled, yeah. Now that I've gotten the taste of a win under my belt, and I'm like, man, like. <laughs> Who can I, which host can I get kicked out of this show? Like, what What story well, do I need to Honestly, either
0: of us. So yeah, <laughs> I could be bought so easily. <laughs> I think all you would have to do is just sincerely ask one of us, like, hey, can I have your spot on the show? And we'd probably both give it up pretty
2: soon. No, I'm spot. thinking I'm going to plant some sort of story to get one of y'all canceled, <laughs> is what I'm, what I'm leaning towards. Ooh. So.
0: uh you would have a much better chance of getting me canceled because ty does not care
1: yeah because i just have no filter so all my opinions are already out there
2: yeah and he thinks they're
0: all correct and has no shame about any of them i have a little bit of shame so it'd be much easier to get me canceled if that's the route you're going okay
2: all right that's that i'll have to start researching then
0: the options there or also, again, <laughs> truly, you could just be like, "Hey, can I have your spot on Rank King?" I don't know but the I'd other. Say, the yeah, other sure, part, part of me is good.
2: the other part of me is like, I kind of want to retire at one and zero and just be like, just be out. <laughs> you know, it. that was a true like Rudy Rudiger moment. I got my tackle on the kickoff and now I'm done. So, yeah. <laughs> that's a good
0: point. point. <laughs> Dear Lord. Um, all right, Tobin, you're you're our music guy. We we love having you on for these episodes, yeah. and so let, we figured let's just continue the trend. We've been asking have, people have been asking us to do this episode kind of for a while. I think this has been a pretty heavily requested one, and that showed in the Discord this week. the The rankings next episode channel has just been popping off. People sharing their favorite one hit wonders. It's been super super fun in there. Um, got a lot of emails this week, so we're gonna have those to get through. We've got a lot of people that wanted to share their top ten list with us. I'm gonna be honest, most of them I've never heard of.
1: Yeah, uh, y'all should start sharing ideas like way before we start recording just so like maybe <laughs> I can just steal some ideas from y'all. Right? <laughs> oh, that's a good idea.
2: I think right? I think this topic, I like I looked I looked at y'all's list and compared to my list. We have zero layover like crossover. Oh. And so I think there's just so much out there. And I, I don't know, I, I'm going to talk about it, I'm sure, but I, I super got in the weeds on this one. Like, I, yeah. I was really in the thick of it, and then just, I had to, like, pick a direction. So, yeah, I'm sure people are all having the same problem whenever they're looking at their... Their list for voicemails. So
0: we had a full on panicked text conversation early this afternoon. we were just like, dude, I don't know which, I don't know what to do. I have so many socks on my list. Like, yeah, hey, it's okay. Man. Yeah, you asked me for rules, and I'm like, hey, have you listened to rankings before? It's not I needed really direction. Understood.
2: I really needed direction. When I saw y'all's list, I got zero direction. So yeah. <laughs>
1: I sent Danny like my first list and was like, wait, 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 no, wait, this is the one. No, 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 no. This again. Okay, this is the final one. This is the final one. <laughs>
2: Yikes.
0: All right. Well, if y'all are ready, why don't I just go ahead and get this out of the way? I'll read our lists out. Um, they're labeled List A and List B. Ty and I are going to shut up. Tobin, you get to break them down however you want. You can talk about what you like, talk about what you don't like. Um, all you have to do is pick a winner. That's kind of your only responsibility. But other than that, it's kind of your show for a bit. So if you guys are ready, why don't I go ahead and read these
1: out? Let's go for
2: Let's it. Do it.
0: List A, the honorable mentions are "I the Tiger by Survivor, Neverending Story by Limahl limo we're not we weren't sure neither of us were it's like to it's it. tomato tomato
1: you said it you yeah, said it right fine. both ways
0: sure uh and ghostbusters by ray parker jr number 10 is play the funky music by wild cherry nine is absolutely story of a girl by nine days eight is teenage dirtbag by weedus seven is Past the Duchy by musical youth six is this is how we do it from montel jordan five is my own worst enemy by lit Four is Mbop from Hanson. Three is Ice Ice Baby from Vanilla Ice. Two is What's Up by Porn on Blondes. And number one is Come on Eileen by, the De- by Dexy's Midnight Runners. List B, the honorable mentions are Heat Waves by Glass Animals, Deathbed Coffee for Your Head by Pau and So Hot You're Hurting My Feelings from Caroline Palachik. Uh, number 10 is Handlebars by Flowbots. Nine is Ohio is for Lovers by Hawthorne Heights. Eight is 1985 by Bowling for Soup. Seven is Boston from Augustana. Six is Ocean Avenue by Yellow Card. Five is Little Talks from of Monsters and Men. Four is somebody that I used to know from Gautier. Three is All Around Me by Fly Two is Crazy by Norles Barkley. And number one is Take Me to Church from Hozier. Tobin, you have the floor.
2: Alright, so when I was making my list, I was going down one path of I, I'm gonna think I'm gonna write down all of the one-hit wonders I can think of. And then it became, well, I really like this song, and I really hate this song. So, like, for instance, I had, like, a whole list of, this is the epitome of a one-hit wonder, like Macarena, Livin' La Vida Loca, Barbie Girl, and all those songs. And I was like, but I hate all of these songs. And so, instead of trying to, like, be the person that's like, here's the most one-hit of one-hit wonders, I decided to make a list of things that I like. So, um, when I got your list a couple days ago, I... I read through them and I was livid at List B, if I'm being honest. I was livid at List B because of Bowling for Soup being on there. Because that is like I, so if you are not a Bowling for Soup person, I don't know how much I'll talk about this a second ago. They are a Dallas band and I am much older than Ty and and Danny. And so I actually saw these guys from the beginning. Like I I literally watched them in Deep LM clubs because the Dallas music scene was huge around here. Um, For a while until Deep Elm became a coke town, so uh, and it just or or you know coke town got over out of hand, so it uh, bowling for soup was like a ride or die day one for me, and now they're you know uh, the theme song for Phineas and Ferb and the Chuck E. Cheese voice, so that feels super weird and and sad. Uh, But anyway, I was like, man, like that is not a one hit wonder band. And then I started thinking about it. I was like, "Oh crap, yeah it is." And so I did that. so I kind of like went through the went through the feels a little bit cuz I immediately was like list A wins, there's no doubt. I am pissed off at whoever is list B. And so I I I was but then I kind of processed and I was doing my list and I was like, "Okay, well maybe if I go through favorites, my like the one hit wonders that are my favorites, that'll kind of help me process this." And so basically what it landed, landed, landed to was list B is my winner. Because it has more of my favorite songs, nice. Which I like yes. both the list. I literally just kind of tallied them up. Because this is this is a wheels, and you're gonna see in my list. This is wheels off. Like we are we are in the thick of things, and it's just it was bad. Like, and I think so. So list B is Danny, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I think they're both great lists. I really do. But Ty, I feel like you went more with. Here is what my definition of one hit wonder is. Is that right, or did yeah. you? Or are you, just, or are you just super in love with Come On, Eileen? Uh,
1: a little bit of both. I mean, t- What's Up, My Own Worst Enemy, and Teenage Dirtbag are just songs that I wanted to include mm-hmm. on the list, and then the rest yeah. are like these are definitive sure. one hit wonders.
2: Well, you just listed the f- the three songs that I like like the most off of your list, probably um those are the ones that were kind of on my short list like my own worst enemy was on my short list there i don't know about if you guys had the same problem but on my list i was like if i ha- if they're like let's use lit as an example lit is definitely that is a one-hit wonder but I love that whole album because yeah. I grew up on that album. So I didn't feel right putting it on a one-hit wonder because I have attachments to it. Did you know you'll have any problems you just, with that? You have
0: to get the idea that one-hit wonder is an insult out of your brain. Yeah, I couldn't do that. And just think of it as they had one song that was a com- – not. it's not that they had one good song. It's just that they had one song that was like a widespread commercial success. Like yeah. Bowling for Soup. I also like Bowling mm. for Soup uh it's so it wasn't an insult for them i put them on there because i really like the song but when you look at like where everything else hit on the charts and their spotify streams like they're oh i'm sorry they're a one-hit wonder yeah Yeah.
1: i had to restrain myself from hosier being his number one on on his list because i Mm -hmm. have that his first album memorized back to front like sure yeah yeah i I get it
2: that was a struggle for me, even in making my list. Um, but okay, so quick bowling for su- so, soup story. Uh, me and my uh, cohort, Brian, we loved bowling for soup growing up because we're both about the same age. We went to like a lot of concerts together in town that we did not realize we were at together because we were just, we weren't friends yet. And so it's kind of weird when we hear about like, oh, I was at the concert too. And I was like, what? And so, but bowling for soup was an opener for a big band around here called Flickr stick that we you know, we actually just saw a couple of weeks ago and then they kind of blew up and I actually was at their album release party and have y'all ever seen their guitar player? Like, he is this giant dude that does a bunch of pick tricks while he's playing. Like he just—he I don't even think he plays during the show. I really don't. He just like literally throws his pick up, catches it, throws it in the audience. He has like a, one of those pick strips on his on his mic stand with like legitimately like forty to fifty picks on his on his mic stand. It was incredible. So really fun. I, I don't think I I've seen Jared, uh, the lead singer, lately in, on TikTok. And that dude is he is. He looks a little rough, and so i not. I don't think they're going to be touring anytime soon. But if they ever do, then you should go check them out. So, so yeah,
0: one of my favorite tweets of all time is a bowling for soup tweet. It it just says, uh, "Are they bowling to earn soup or bowling on <laughs> behalf of soup?" And for some reason, that just kills me every time I think about it.
2: Yeah, they're a real fun show, man. Like I, I loved watching them growing up. But okay, well, so my list is a pretty good peek into what i listened to as a as a teenager how, basically how high do to. you
1: have tub thumping by trouble Wumba?
2: dude i hate that song <laughs> i hate it so much and that and that so that was on my i don't believe this you. is this is a one hit wonder but i am not putting this on my list anywhere so that's when i kind of went to okay i need to pick my favorite one hit wonders and and go that way so but for my honorable mentions i did something different for my honorable mentions i chose three bands that are considered one hit wonders, but I love one of their deep tracks. And so I, I want to talk about their deep track. I was like, oh, let's do something different. So my first honorable mention is from the band. Hello, goodbye, which is all one word. It it's uh, the, the song they're known for is here in your arms. There's another song on their album called, Oh, it is love, which is a beautiful, like ukulele okay. song. And it's completely different than their one hit wonder, which is really weird, but I love that song. Uh, a big band of my youth was the Atari's. Uh, y'all probably know the one hit of the Boys of Summer. It's a Don, it's oh, yeah. like a Don Henley remake or whatever. Mm-hmm. Is it Don Henley? It's Don Henley, right? I have no idea. I don't know. Can't sure. remember. Uh, and one of their deep tracks you could have said is literally anybody at it. Yeah, like,
1: yeah, probably. Yeah, it's Don Henley. Just looked it Yeah, okay.
2: One of their deep tracks is one fifteen ninety six, which is a date January fifteenth nineteen ninety six. It's a fantastic song. The Ataris were like probably my favorite punk band growing up so if you are like 12 and you're like oh what's that so go, let's, go look it up the atari is an old video game system that they named their band after which because they were probably playing the ataris when they were kids and so yeah anyway um okay great my that's last that's so depressing yeah. <laughs> What did it it is depressing <laughs> right Yeah, I know. Uh,
0: The way that you said that so angrily is if you aren't talking to just like your son.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I so we
0: your kid is the twelve year old listening to this. (laughs) What's an Atari?
2: He probably doesn't know what an Atari is. I'm if I'm being honest. So, Uh, my third honorable mention is from the band The Wallflowers, starring Jacob Dylan, Bob Dylan's son. They're known for the song "One Headlight," which everybody I don't know if y'all know that song. Came out in '96. Uh, that whole album is one of the few albums that I'll play front to back, and I love it. But one of my favorite songs, deep track, in there, is called Josephine. So, yeah. Nice. Y'all know none of that stuff, do y'all? No. Cool. No, it's All okay, right. though. Moving on. Okay, number 10. My 10 one-hit wonder is a favorite. I'm surprised this didn't make it to one of y'all's lists, but it's Stacy's Mom from Fountains yeah. of Wayne.
0: It was a last second cut for me. Yeah.
2: Stacy's Mom on Spotify has 332 million streams. Their second song is... Is twenty million, and so <laughs> yeah. I didn't. I didn't have the time to like or the energy to research Billboard stuff, and so I just. I just used Spotify, which we like mostly insane. went
0: off Spotify yeah. streams too. We, I. I mentioned Billboard on some of mine, but the kicker was always <clears throat> Spotify streams.
2: Yeah, I don't have the energy for all that, and I think Billboard's kind of crap anyway. So, um, my number nine is I'm gonna be otherwise known as Five Hundred Miles from the band the, the Proclaimers. The yeah. yeah, 531 million streams on Spotify. This band came out like way before Spotify was even a thing, and they have already have half a billion streams. Their next best song was 42 million, so quite the spread there. I that, oh, the other thing I kind of thought was if even I as a music connoisseur and somebody who doesn't... Um, I don't actually, like
0: the way that you just like moved your like ch- hand to well, your chest and you like whipped yeah your head connoisseur around.
2: music yeah. connoisseur. Well, what I mean is is that I, you know <laughs> it's Brian's <very> tie. <laughs> yeah <He's> giving tie, <laughs> Brian's better at this than I am. But I, the I'm very I know a lot of music and so even even if a person who's a lot of music, I feel like if I couldn't name like a second song of theirs, that is a definition of one hit wonder. And like I don't even I couldn't tell you another song of the Proclaimers without looking it up. So. Yeah. All right, my number eight is Jump Around from House of Pain. It's mm-hmm. a classic. 374 million streams. Their next best song is 10 million. Oh, and, and again, yeah. I don't know if I could name another and song. And all 10 of
0: million of those are from people that were listening to Jump Around and just let <laughs> it play over and, because
2: they forgot to stop <laughs> for the song. That,
1: that's one of those songs where it replays, and you don't know if it's the end of the song or if it's a really long song. Yeah, like there's a really, really good know.
2: John Mulaney bit about that. Yeah. Have you ever heard yeah. that John Mulaney bit? The Salt <laughs> Pepper Diner? Yeah. If you haven't listened to that, that should be a one-hit wonder right there. Although he's he's got more hits than that. Um. <laughs> all right, my number seven. <laughs> this this is going to date me even more. Uh, Stay, I Missed You from Lisa mm-hmm. Loeb.
0: Yeah, almost made my list. It's a banger. Yeah, that's a good one. 86
2: million streams of the regular version, 78 of the acoustic version. The third most streamed song of hers... Is two million, <laughs> and it is "Twinkle Twinkle Little Star." <laughs> <laughs> version is so, better of that song, by the way. I, I like them both, but I agree with you. Yeah. Uh, my number six is "Just a Friend" from Biz marquee. Yeah, mm-hmm. great song. 117 million streams to five million for his next one, yeah, which he's is never
1: made another song. You can't. Yeah, it to me. yeah. His second you know, so, best performance after that is being in Men in Black Two. In the uh, post office. Oh, as a beater. Yeah. Yeah.
2: (laughs) His third best after that is being Biz's Beats on Yo Gabba Gabba. So he does, he had like a section. Like, I know this because my, because Jude, who's probably listening to this, he was a toddler when Yo Gabba Gabba was a thing. And every once in a while, biz marquee would pop up and he's like hey guys here's biz's beat of the day and he'd just do like a beat box he's like no repeat after me <laughs> <laughs> <God>. it's kind of <laughs> rad actually. <laughs> yeah it was awesome I, was, I super loved that okay number five is california from phantom planet otherwise yeah. known as the oc theme song heck yeah y'all know, yeah i know y'all like you like oc don't you Danny? Oh yeah, yeah. we're I both OC. big I've, oc people i've never seen the oc but i'd super love that song tobin I we've watch talked it, about too. it. I know. I just ha- I need to I need to. Like I I've we've talked about this. I need to get it on my on my watching list. But has um, got probably
0: the best T V dad of all time. Yeah. Easily.
2: Ooh. Alan Matthews has something to say about that. But
0: <laughs> Alan, Alan Matthews can get wrecked, dude.
2: Dude. <laughs> wow.
0: Alan Matthews okay. is a deadbeat dad next to <laughs> thanks to sandy cohen dude are you kidding me
2: i mean i don't know I'll have to, i guess now i have to watch it just for that proclamation because that seems like heresy
0: you, I, you got if you if you watch the pilot episode of the oc and you don't want to keep watching i'll be shocked it's one of the best pilots dude, in tv history
2: alan matthews and carl winslow have a word like i just i don't know dan sandy I don't throw okay big all right you know what i'll watch faces. the pilot i'll watch the pilot this week i, I will i'll do that uh, Phantom Planet was a band that was started by Jason Schwartzman, who ended up being a pretty decent actor, I think. So, uh, Jason Schwartzman, his brother is also in Rooney. I think this version, though, like that ended up being the OC. I think Schwartzman, Jason Schwartzman, was gone by then. Um, but yeah, super love, super love, Phantom Planet in California. Uh, all right, my number four is put solely on here because this song is a jam, and it and I can and I I used it in my not in my how do I say this nicely. My not so normal days when I was a bachelor, I used to sing this song in karaoke into girls at parties and stuff, and you know, it didn't work. But uh, it's all my life from Casey and JoJo because I could play this song on the piano, so it's a, it's a banger. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Yeah,
1: yeah. It didn't work. Did you try your Randy Newman voice instead? I'm gonna I'm gonna
2: plead the I'm gonna plead the fifth a little bit because <laughs> because of the listening bass. but you know. It's a good song though. It's very pretty.
0: Jude's so uncomfortable right now. <laughs> yeah,
2: it's got a yeah, it's got a uh, it's got a good piano line, and you know, I I don't know if you are if you are listening and you play instruments, you know that instruments are pretty good. Like you could be, you know, a six, and an instrument makes you an eight at least. So you know, I'm so even as a four or whatever, I can do pretty good at like <laughs> instruments and stuff. So cool. Uh, that one is 196 million streams. And thirty five million on their next song, which just shocked me quite honestly. I was like, "Whoa!" Like that—that's more than I would have guessed. So, uh, my brother is a is an actor in L.A. right now, (laughs) and he he's he's doing that the thing, or you know, you wait tables to try to in in, in, between gigs and stuff. And JoJo came into his, or he's a bartender. Sorry, he's a bartender. JoJo came into his bar a couple months ago, and he was telling me about it because I was like, he knew I loved Casey and JoJo. And he was like, dude, JoJo was ordering this expensive tequila over and over and over again. And he's like, he's racking up this huge bill. And then he tipped him $10 and walked out the door. And I was like, oh, man. Because I was like, I, li- I want to say that the residuals are probably running out. But if he's if he's ordering hundreds of dollars of tequila, he's probably just being a jerk. So Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay. My number three is Flagpole Sitta from Harvey Danger. This is an old. This is an
0: I don't know. I don't think Mid, I know
2: this one. Mid two thousand song. You probably do if you played Maybe. it. Like if you started playing it, you'd be like, oh, okay. Um, great jam. Seventy seven million streams to one million. Oh, seventy seven million streams to one million. It's a straight up one hit wonder. Number two on my list is a song that if it wasn't for Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, I'm not sure I would ever heard it. It is Superman from Goldfinger, and I cheated a little bit on this one because they technically have another hit, but it's a cover of 90, oh, yeah. 99 left Balloons, and it's 99 Red Balloons, but in ska and punk, and so Superman from Goldfinger, is a, it's a nice ska punk jam, 108 million streams, to their million if you take out 99 Red Balloons. Did you and see that Tony
0: Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 is going to be the free game on PlayStation Plus next month?
2: I already bought it because I'm a sucker, yeah, so that sucks it for the, me, but... The week it came yeah. out. <laughs> the, the second it came out, out i bought it and felt like i was 14 years old again and i was a great day so <laughs> my
1: um, my friend sent me a tweet today that says can't sass kids for discovering kate bush and metallica through stranger things when i f- <laughs> know full well my entire music taste came from tony hawks pro skater 2 <laughs> 100% yeah
2: in like i think on this current version if i remember correctly you can skip songs while you're skating Yeah. but i remember as a kid just being just being like okay hit the button and you take it takes you 5 minutes to load the level and you're just like come on and then you got super and they're like, oh yes and then so you're just like praying that your run goes a long time so you can get the whole song instead of screwing up the whole time (laughs) so yeah cool i love that song so much all right and my number one which i am shocked to not see on your list especially considering you just told me that what's gonna happen it's take on me from aha it is 1.1 billion with a b streams to the 58 million Secondly, so yeah, this is
1: like the quintessential one-hit wonder. Yeah, I didn't so, include this on my list because it's the intro and outro song for a Barstool Sports podcast that I well, just you stop heard listening to so that. much when I was living in a fraternity house that like Yikes. I just associate it with Barstool, and I didn't want to put it on my
2: list. There's so many red flags in that sentence you just said right now. I'm just saying. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't listen to Barstool for a reason, but I. I actually really do love this song um even if even if it is a one hit wonder I've always thought I mean it's one of those wonders like oh, I don't really think I like that much and then like when we get to the second verse you're like screaming at the top of your lungs it's a good karaoke song uh, also there's a good ska version by a band named Real Big Fish so I'm just saying just saying there's a, there's a couple of options you have I, I probably could have put Real Big Fish's Real version Big on the Fish. top of that list as well so you,
0: yeah you could have if you wanted to but why yeah. would you you know
2: Take on me. I I couldn't. When you told me about this, I, I was like, that has to be my number one." Um, but yeah. Anyway, I like both y'all's list. A uh, teenage dirtbag. I'm, that was a shortcut for me. Um, I, I I laughed out loud to Montel Jordan. That thing cracked me up. Um, but that, I, it, does that it,
1: song it, just not make you want to just d- start dancing. Like I mean,
2: all I could. Th- there there so many of them that I'm like, I I. I think I love this song in a vacuum, like, you know, it's Raining Men, it's hilarious, and, like, everybody dance now, like, you know, that kind of stuff, but, like, it's not really my favorite music, it's just, you know, I I think that that's where I kind of lean to, like, I love Taking Me to Church, I love Gnarls, I love that song by Gnarls Barkley. when that song came out from Gnarls Barkley, I listened to that thing on repeat for a long time, Mm -hmm. It Um, it was everywhere, of Monsters and Men is a great, like, I... This is a very old statement, but I used to see Yellow Card at, at Warp Tour all the time, so I love Yellow Card. Uh, they, they're another one of those bands that I, their Deep Cuts are one of my, some of my favorites. Um, and then, yeah, Bowling for Soup. So it really just came down to there are more of my favorite songs than List B, but they're both, both really fun listen to. Also, yeah, Ty, when, he, when I saw a story of a girl, I was like, Oh dang, like I haven't heard that song in forever. I went I was like I went and pulled up I was like this is the story of I was like, Oh my gosh, I totally forgot. Like it was like an instant like nostalgia rush when I saw when I heard it. So <laughs>
1: I went into a super deep dive into that song the other day because we were covering everything everywhere all at once on uh we should watch a movie and they mm-hmm. one of the, the directors accidentally wrote a line of that into the movie and he's like, Wait, that's from something they googled it and they're like leave it in we'll license the song and then the band made three different versions of the song for the movie for them
2: what yeah that's cool that's on my list to watch also this week so i'm gonna have to get get to that yeah Yeah. i i actually forgot how much i but then that because that like sent me on the then i found the the stroke nine little black backpack and then uh Oh, what was another one that I was thinking? As Sugar Sugar Colt came on, and like, you know how like Spotify has like the if you like this, you like this. I mean, yeah. I'm telling you, man, I got in the weeds with this episode. <laughs> it took me way longer to do this than it should have. So,
0: <laughs> yeah, welcome to every week of the rankings for me. Very rarely yeah. do I have like a oh, I made this list super fast. It took me ten minutes. That pretty much never happens for me.
1: Yeah, that's why I start All making right. my list like right when we like we already made our schedule for. <laughs> Uh, September, and I'm like, I'm, yeah,
2: oh yeah,
1: <laughs> I already have my Spelly August all my list done. Yeah, so I'm working on Maybe the September. Said that list. word out
2: <laughs> loud. Yeah.
1: I go week by week. I I will never have worked on next week's
0: episode before the previous week's episode. I'm not sure my season.
2: brain could handle that. Like, whenever you told me last week, oh yeah, sorry, we we hit you two weeks in a row. I was like, oh yeah, I gotta start working on that list too. So.
0: Yeah. yeah. I just go once a week. Otherwise I get overwhelmed and I just quit. So, kind of, kind of just go one week at a time. Um, all right, we got a lot of emails this week. A lot of people wanted to make sure we knew that they we knew their uh their top 10 favorite one-hit wonders, which I love. I'm so stoked about some of these. A lot of these uh, I have just never heard of and I'm so sorry. Uh, <laughs> speaking of <laughs> Josiah. Th- this could
2: get like, really in, this could get really offensive here in a little bit. Like like somebody's going to be really mad that we don't know their song
0: i like josiah i i'm looking at his list right now i'm about to read his email i know one two three four of his <laughs> out of all of the ones that he josiah shared,
2: has so. a really eclectic music taste though because like he's yeah. you know what a, a child and loves the beach boys of most of anybody and just like yeah how does a child love the beach boys you know <laughs> but, okay yeah.
0: Uh, All right, Josiah starts off, he says, okay, so here we are. My honorable mentions, I Saw the Light by Todd Rundgren. Uh, Hit number 16 in April of 1972. Love this song, but Todd is just a tad too popular for this to count. Never heard the name Todd Rundgren in my life. Same.
2: Yeah, no idea. Uh,
0: I Only Have Eyes for You by The Flamingos. Hit number three in 1959. Classic love song that's strong, but not enough to crack the top 10. Uh, His number 10, Stuck in the Middle with You by Steeler's Wheel. Hit number no, six in May of 1973. Weird. This became so big because it's weird, but damn, it's catchy. Shout out Reservoir Dogs for this song's rebirth.
1: Do I have yeah. to watch Reservoir it's Dogs? A, <laughs> you would seven. not like that scene. It's in a torture scene. So, like, you've I heard this
2: song though. You've heard that song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know that's okay. Yeah. that's one of the ones I do.
1: You would not like uh, Reservoir Dogs. It's like very Tarantino. So, <laughs> Ooh, pass. Yeah. yeah, I'm busy that week, unfortunately.
0: Um, number nine, jump around. House of Pain. Nice. Hit number three in 1992. Just classic early hip hop song. What's not to love? Uh, good point. I love that song. It's a banger. Uh, eight, I Can Help by Billy Swan. Hit number one in September 1974. Super funny and unique sounding song with some odd instrumentals. Really has a great happy feel to it. They don't make them like they used to. I don't know this song. I don't either. I heard Billy Swan Is he song.
2: talking about the Earth, Wind, and Fire September?
0: What? No, it came it's out in out? September. No, it came out in September. The song is called I Can Help by Billy Got Spar. it. Okay,
2: I thought yeah. I, I heard you say September. I was like, that is not a one-hit wonder. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't lose I my mind if Earth, Wind okay. & Fire
1: was on any list.
0: Uh, number seven, Right Place, Wrong Time by Dr. John. Yeah, I know. And number nine in 1973, Super Groovy and On the Days and Confused soundtrack, so it's basically perfect. Uh, number yeah. six, Walk on the Wild Side by Lou Reed. Hit number 16, February 1973, despite being famous as a member of the Velvet Underground and becoming increasingly popular in recent years, I was surprised to find this is his only song that charted an all-time classic, great bass line, and sax solo. I do know this one, just for anybody that's nervous. I, I do know that song. Uh Number five, Are You Gonna Be My Girl by Jet. Hit number 29, in December of 2003, the second lowest charter on here has stayed pretty popular till today, and man, it's just such a banger. I always finger drum violently when this song comes on.
1: I didn't that I, that, one's- the, I I saw that on some list but um mm-hmm. I they I, I love their other songs so I couldn't put Jet on my list.
0: I feel like that song shows up in like half of the movies and TV shows that, that have been made in the last 20 years it's on Yeah. It comes out so often.
2: I hated that song when it came out so I think I have like PTSD from that. I don't know. Yeah. It got it got way overplayed.
0: For sure. Uh, Number four, Hot Rod Lincoln by Commander Cody and his Lost Planet Airmen. Uh, Hit number nine in 1972. Man, if you haven't heard this one, you got to check it out. Just a super fun and funny rockin' tune that's pretty different to anything else out there. What a band name. Commander Cody and his Lost Planet Airmen. No wonder they didn't get popular. Jesus. Um, Number (laughs) three, Peace of My Heart by Big Brother and the Holding Company. Hit number 12 in 1968. Throughout college, this is a song that I always play in the jukebox at our local bar. A really great Summer on the Porch song. Uh, number two, Forever by the Little Dippers. Hit number nine in 1960. Just a really pretty song with awesome harmonies and a unique piano. serenade. The only song by this group who then disbanded. Wow, they only came out with one song. That's wild. Um, and number one, In the Meantime by Space Hog. Space Hog. Hit number three in April of 1996 could it be anything else? No, the guitar break at the chorus is maybe the greatest thing ever. Who's to say? I don't know. I I don't think could
2: it be anything one? else says the fan <laughs> <laughs> of space songs. I mean, songs. I think Josiah certainly has that vibe of the guy that you go into the vinyl store and he's like the guy, that's the guy you don't want to get recommendations from because he's going to get super <laughs> like super deep cuts and it's like, you no, know, I mean, if it'd mean, good for you and know, if he likes it, great. I'm going to check out some of those, but in the meantime,
0: fifty-four million Spotify streams. Their second one has one point three million.
2: So wow.
0: Yeah, call it a one-hit wonder. I don't think I know this song. Maybe I'll listen to it later and I recognize
2: it. That's the other thing. I think and, when you listen and, to these songs, you might actually know them. So,
1: twelve yeah. songs and three of them were made after nineteen eighty.
2: <laughs> so there's Big a shocker reason there. for that. <laughs> there's a reason for that, though. Like when I when I was teaching music, I used to talk about this. Is that in the you know pre seventies there was a lot of I don't say copyright issues but a lot of people just did other people's songs. And so like there wasn't a whole lot of writing like cuz whenever somebody was performing or having a concert they would just play like their one or two songs and then they would do they would do the hits or like the standards that everybody else knows. You know, so that's part of that for the old stuff. And then in the 80s whenever MTV and stuff was made then everybody just like I always used Rebecca Black Friday as an example of someone that got popular for a stupid song, and then you realize they don't have anything else to write. Like the '80s—that was basically the whole '80s, like the you know, essentially. And so, and then a little bit of the YouTube generation too. So, yeah,
1: and now it's back uh, with TikTok, right?
2: Yeah, 100%, and if you can make a dance absolutely. out of it, then it's a hit. Yeah, I just kind of—it kind of ebbs and flows. Then, so hopefully, in a couple of years, we'll start getting like really good music songwriting back, and, and then get rid of some of this dumb stuff. So.
0: Which, by the way, that was my honorable mention theme is songs that went viral on TikTok, and that's why they yeah. <laughs> hit wonders. That's okay. why it's just so random. Um, all right, next uh, email is from Hannah. She just sent her top ten list, and it's got ninth grade homecoming dance vibes, <laughs> just, <laughs> which is very fun. But I just, I'm looking Same, at this for the first time, and Same. I'm just like, yeah, that's that's a that's freshman homecoming for sure. Number ten, "Shake It" by Metro Station.
2: Oh, okay, nice. that's a yeah. good one.
0: Number nine, Bulletproof by LaRue, Yeah, which is a banger. That's a good one. Eight, Pop, Lock, and Drop It by Huey. (laughs) Pop, Lock, and
1: Drop (laughs) It. Pop, Lock, and Drop It.
0: This list rules. Uh, Seven, Do It To It by Cherish featuring Sean P. Uh, Six, This Is Why I'm Hot by Mims. Dude, so you say
1: freshman homecoming. This is like seventh, eighth grade bar mitzvah playlist for people. yeah
0: i'm a couple years older than yeah. you so yeah we're at the same
1: we're at the same timeline here but yes that's 100 what this is
0: uh five crazy by narles barkley nice uh yeah. four tipsy by jayquan yes oh i Incredible. almost put that
2: on my list i Incredible. almost put that one on my list that was one of those ones when i sent it to brian i was like remember this one he was like you he's like you lived a different life than i did at this time <laughs> because i was djing at a skating rink whenever that song came out and i played that song oh, I all that the time f- but that was a fun job. It, it it was. It had its moments. That you Did know. You, but that was like when Fifty Cent and Nelly were huge. So I heard a lot. I heard a lot of hot in yeah. here and in the club. And I think that's why I don't like them now. So.
1: <laughs> Did you yeah. openly bully kids like the skating oh. rink DJ in Stranger Things?
2: A hundred percent. Yeah,
1: this is a town so. snitch. Everybody <laughs>
0: throws stuff at her.
2: Well, I didn't call people out, but if they if they wanted, like the worst part of that job was when they would like skate up to the edge of my booth and be like, "You got to play this song," and I'd be like, "Oh, okay," and I'd like start it, and then I'd cut to another song, and they'd be like, "Hey!" So yeah, I was a jerk. So kids were uh, worse though. <laughs>
0: yeah. Number three, my own worst enemy by Lit. Yes. Yeah, yeah, a good uh, one. Two Tainted Love by Soft Cell. Oh, Ooh. that was on my short list. Yeah, that's yep. a good, good call. And number one, this is a wild choice by Hannah, Lips of an Angel by Hinder. Oh. (laughs) Calling my name, it sounds
1: so sweet.
2: Coming from the lips of
0: an angel. Gross. Uh, she says in parentheses, "It's the absolute worst song I've ever heard, and this is such a bit." I don't believe you. You don't have to lie to me, Hannah. You can just. And now I can together.
2: never get the image of Ty singing that out of my head. So <laughs> thank you, thank I've, you for that, I've, Hannah.
1: I looked away for a reason. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just picturing Hannah going to town on some mayonnaise and French fries, listening to "Lips of an Angel" by Hinder. <laughs>
0: Oh no! Wow, I'm uncomfortable. All right. Uh, the Next email is from Austin Schneider in the Discord. He says, "Hey guys, I'm not a huge music guy, which is funny because this was his recommendation. He recommended it like three times, and, that's and he, he recommended not two huge... more music episodes today. It's <laughs> Very funny.
2: But if you're not a huge music guy, like this is the perfect you know thing for that's you because point. you just you just listen to the hits. You know,
0: <laughs> that's a good point." says, I don't have a favorite artist or favorite album. My music taste comes from what I was shown or what was popular between the ages of 10 and 25. After 2017, 2018, I stopped caring about music unless it got an actual reaction from me. (laughs) I hope I hit something that you guys didn't think of. My honorable mentions are the songs that were viral for a great middle school, high school dance. So, uh, Hannah's list, basically. Uh, A Bay Bay by Hurricane Chris. Yes! Yes! Great choice.
2: Harlem Shake. <laughs> <laughs> Cuba, uh, Co-
0: cotton eye joe from red uh, that was oh, on my short it's... list i almost yeah. did that one
2: absolutely just for nick i under. almost put that one on just because of nick miller
0: <laughs> yeah uh crank that from soldier boy yeah, oh that's a good one. Which... dude. that's an omission i should have Listen, put that one on my list or we... somewhere are we sure Soldier Boy is a one hit wonder? It's got he that's his only be.
1: hit, right? Or maybe throw uh, some D's on it. Did he He's, not
0: do "Kiss Me Through the Phone"? Oh, is he did do Soldier "Kiss Boy Me Through oh, the Phone." Oh,
2: yeah, you're right. He did. But also, that's oh, kind of yeah. Cr- "Kiss kinda... Me
1: Through the Phone" has more Spotify streams okay. than "Crank That."
2: Whatever. Yeah, I still respect that, it, man. Austin. I still respect I, it. Good job.
0: It's still it's still a great selection. So, um, uh,
1: when I was in college, Ole Miss is like twenty minutes away from where Soldier Boy grew up in South Panola, Mississippi, and when there there were people that like were working for the university that had gone to high school with him and they were like, Yeah, he was like this he acted like he was famous when he was in high school. Like he came <laughs> to school with <laughs> sunglasses that said soldier boy on him. Like and people sense. were just like, Well, who's this nerd? And now he just <laughs> manifested he
2: manifested his destiny. I kind of respect that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, good
1: for him, honestly. Uh
0: his next one, definitely not a one hit wonder, but I still like the addition. It's get low from Lil John.
1: Oh come on, dude. Well, yeah, he, well, no. Lil John's like a featured artist, right? He's a yeah, turn, he's not featured, featured really a, in a lot of songs that aren't his.
0: Turned down for what has five hundred almost five hundred million Spotify. <laughs> but is that shows.
1: him or is or is he? Yes, yeah, featured no, yeah that is on, him. But that's yeah, him. that's him. Oh, okay,
0: snap your fi- snap your fingers has one hundred forty oh,
1: million. Snap your fingers, da- yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah,
0: definitely not a one hit wonder. Still a good selection. Though. And then a uh, party rock Cancer from LMFAO. Yeah, which is a good choice. Yeah. A classic party song. He said number. He said he goes on to his list here. He says in no particular order. He did in fact number them though. Okay. <laughs> so he he did put them in an order, but in no particular order. Hey Ma from Cameron. Okay. Yeah,
2: I know. Yeah, I know that yeah. one.
0: Nine fight song from Rachel Platten. I
2: that was my short list. I almost put that on my list. Oh, no, That's no. A, that song's a banger.
0: Yeah. Uh, eight chain hang low from Chingy. Oh.
1: Yeah that was my my, one hit wonder that was my best friend i'm pretty
2: sure is he wasn't he the oh he was the the chingy did right there yeah he's not a one that song is definitely bigger yeah
1: but hang low was my best friend's first ringtone when he got a cell phone gross (laughs) chin hang Low is not showing up
0: the top 10 popular songs from chingy
2: yeah right there has 150 million streams
0: back
1: holiday in
2: Oh, I forgot yeah. about Holiday Inn. Yeah. That's right
1: there yeah. best song on the NBA Street Volume 2 video game. Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, what a good game. Um 7 is cheerleader from Omi. O M I. Omi. O-mi? Oh, I know that. I know one. the song. And I don't know the artist. One, I think. Yeah. 6 she hates me from Puddle of Mud. Oh, that's what right. a throwback. <laughs> what a throwback. Goodness.
2: Good grief. Oh.
0: Five, This is Why I'm Hot by Mims. Yes. Great right. choice. Love that song. Four, Laffy Taffy from D4L. Yeah. Incredible. Great song. Three, Informer from Snow. Nice. Yeah. What a ridiculous song that is. I I love that choice. Two, Sex and Candy from Macy's Playground. It's a great choice. Good song. Honestly, maybe it should have been like my number ten, but you know, had to put handlebars in there. You didn't course. have
1: to, but it's
0: fine. <laughs> <laughs> and number one is Sitting at a Bar by Rehab. I don't know that I know that one. I don't know that one either. I'll have to listen to it after. Good. That's a good list, though. Only like half of them are, are actual one hit wonders, but that's okay. It's still a very fun list.
2: But, you know, in a way, they're like one hit, they're like, well, they're one album wonders. That's that's more there what they're all like. Chingy has one album, you know, and so, so I, I yeah. Okay.
1: We, uh, one year at our fraternity, we hired Chingy to come play and, um, someone else came and it clearly wasn't Chingy. Like we were like, <laughs> we all had our phones out and we were like holding it. Like, up. We we're like, dude, you're not Chingy. What? Like, where is Chingy? And he finally was like, he's not coming. <laughs> we are just like, oh, okay. Well, that's like our whole night.
2: <laughs> He's, he's doing crazy. nothing but chilling at the Holiday Inn. He really, if he would have said that, I would, that would have been like, okay, all right, yeah, I get I, it. That, it a,
0: yeah. yeah. Um, all right, we got one from Brandon. He didn't give a whole list. He just kind of had one he wanted to make sure that we talked about. He said, whenever the topic of One Hit Wonders comes up, there's always one song that is the first I think about. White Town's 1997 Dance Hop Smash Your Woman.
2: I have never heard that song. I
0: don't know. That. I don't think I have either, which is a bummer because it's the only song he mentions. I'm sorry. I will listen to it though. I promise. He says I first heard this at 11 years old on KCK's Top 40 radio, and I've been putting it on mixed CDs and playlists ever since. Well,
2: to to give him credit, it has 97 streams on on Spotify. The next highest has 800,000. So, wow. and Definitely it's you, and it's then. and it's just another version of "You Are Woman." So. <laughs>
0: I'll definitely listen to it after we yeah. finish up here. Uh, but he, he goes on, he says, I found a great quote from the artist that per- perfectly describes why this song works so well.
2: Oh, Where I've heard he- this song. Okay. I've heard it. Yeah. Okay. You have, you probably have too. Yeah. It's, okay. it's, it's, it's another one of those, like it's probably been on a commercial or a movie that you've yeah. probably heard. Okay.
0: I gotcha. Uh, The quote goes on, he says, With your woman, I tried to mix ideology and autobiography and put elements of pop songs from the 30s alongside those from the 80s to come up with something meaningful for the 90s. Uh, Mishra said, but people listening to the radio don't have to get all that. Of course, they can just dance around to it. And if you couldn't get people to do that, they wouldn't listen to anything you had to say anyway, which is good quote yeah Uh, aka the classic 90s one hit wonder nearly unintelligible lyrics but groovy and catchy as hell sorry i didn't have time to put a full list together but i wanted to make sure this great song got a shout out thanks fellas brandon
2: yeah that's a good one that song is pretty cool actually like i don't know where i've heard that before it's like a 90s like if you you if you like you remember the like the crappy horror film like the faculty you know like from the 90s Okay, whatever. It's like, it has a very, Sorry, like, grandpa. In, in my, yeah, I know. In my head, it has, like, a very, like, genre of movie that it was played with. So, yeah, it's good. I like it.
0: Uh, the last one is from our good friend Patrick Lusk, not the one from the NBA Discord. That's Red Oh, um, Twin Peaks
2: Patrick. Got it. Okay.
0: Yeah, Twin Peaks Pat. Uh, he says, Hi, guys. Here are my one hit wonders. I'll take the under on how many you recognize. Cheers, Pat. P.S. Not a bit, which I do appreciate because he <laughs> likes to do bits yeah. on the show. And Thank you I for clarifying.
2: <laughs> I do appreciate it.
0: Honorable mentions Link Ray and his Raymond with Rumble.
2: Okay, I uh, heard that one.
0: Next one is the Shantaes with Pipeline. The last one is one. Booker T and the MGs, Green Onions.
2: Have heard that one. Yep.
0: Okay, we're uh, 0 for 3 so far on my end. Uh, number 10, Murrayhead, One Night in Bangkok. No, uh, no. Sorry, uh, nine. Peter Schilling, Major Tom coming home. I've heard that one. Uh-uh. Uh Yeah, you
2: have. Eight. That's the. Isn't that the? Oh yeah, you've heard that song. I,
0: I know of a different song that says Major
1: Tom, but I don't know that I know this one.
2: That's the. Oh, it's that one. From, Danny's
1: just picturing the uh, David Bowie song. Yeah, because it says Major okay. Tom.
2: Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's right. what I'm picturing. I don't know this okay. That's Yeah, but I have heard that song. Yep.
0: Eight, I have heard of it. Soft Cell, soft cell Tainted Love. Yeah. Yep. I know that one. Seven of the Archie Sugar Sugar. Yep. Know that one. It's a classic. Six, D-Light, Groove is in the Heart. I know Grooves this one. Groove is in the
2: heart. Yeah. Yep. Okay.
0: Banger. Five, Josie Cotton, Johnny Are You Queer. I don't know this song. I
2: haven't, I haven't heard that one. That Four,
0: similar. Lou Reed, Walk on the Wild Side. Yep course know that one three big country the song is in a big country oh yeah that's yeah, a good song I, pre- I don't i don't know that i know that one, but i do you, pro- appreciate you probably do saying your name in the title of the song yeah I it's gen- i do appreciate that
2: you know if you're gonna do a one-hit wonder you might as well put your name in it so that way you might get more yeah. than one hit so why not it's a good song though it's that's a definitely that's a good list or a good good ad uh
0: number two <laughs> diva whip it yep heck yeah of course classic. that was, on my, that was yep. on my short list number one another classic Frankie goes to Hollywood, relax. Yeah. Hey, I hit the over on that one, man. I got seven. I knew like. Easily. I knew uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. I knew six of them. Half of those
2: made my short list, but then I realized that I was basically just making. I was basically just making a '80s list of one-hit wonders. So it's I was a, good decade I a good deck. that. Good
0: deck. mine. was just like I really liked this song in high school, so I'm going to put it on my list. That's how Flowbots made it. I certainly don't still listen to stop Handlebars. Stop Flo-Bots. bringing up Handlebars. The song sucks. Seventeen-year-old so Danny Seventeen-year-old Danny <laughs> loved it. Big fan. Knew every word. There was a time in my life I knew every single word to Handlebars by The Flo-Bots.
1: easiest song to remember. He's just
0: talking yeah. really fast. Listen, There's a couple. I know. I didn't say it like it was something impressive. I'm just saying it is something that happened. Okay, you can relax.
2: In a couple of months, we should come back and do this, but make it be one album wonders, because I, I, I feel like that would be really cool. Like, you know, you guys can do that. Danny would hate presidents, know where that presidents of the United States of America, number one. Right now. Oh, I know. not
1: yeah. know where to yes. begin? <laughs> What? Dude, I'll
0: I'll fake sick one week so you guys can make that episode. Okay how's that sound
2: that'd be a good episode for real i really i really do think it'd be good so
0: i agree i hope you guys have so much fun <laughs> sounds awesome uh all right any other thoughts questions comments concerns before we get out of here
2: i don't think so it's fun guys it's yeah fun. It was a
0: good time yeah all right i don't I want fast or-
2: food as much as i did last week but you know it's still fun <laughs>
0: hey, yeah. now you just have like 50 yeah. songs now
2: yeah now to i'm just gonna listen to music, music all night so yeah. it's probably better it's for, it's for my, so. my health that way <laughs>
0: Uh, thanks for listening to Rankings huge thanks to Tobin Hodges go listen to Spread the Floor if you're into basketball or not if you just want to hear a couple of friends hanging out and talking about stuff Spread the Floor is very good um, please rate and review us wherever you listen to podcasts follow us on Twitter and Instagram at RankingsPod don't forget the double K in the middle join our Discord it's free and you can find the link in our social media bios and our show notes here we will be back with a new episode next week until then